Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Let's Chat. It's your girl Jen. And I know it's a bit weird because you guys haven't heard from me in a while. I know, I know, I know. I've been MIA. I've been, you know, doing my thing. But I'm back, y'all. I am back and I have so much to share with you. So if you want to know a little bit why I've been gone um, and get an update on what's going on with me, then definitely stay tuned. Okay, guys. Wow, this is slightly weird for me, which is crazy because this is what, episode 36, I believe? I'm not even sure. But it just feels so weird to be back because... The whole time I was away, I was thinking about my podcast and how much I wanted to just come on here and spill the tea. But (laughs) yeah, I was like, nah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta reflect. I gotta think about everything that's going on and just really, really just take out some time to go away and do some self-care, um, hibernate a little bit, and enjoy what's going on in the moment and being present. Um, what I realized was that 2021, I'm not even going to lie to y'all, 2021 has been a bitch. Excuse my French. <laughs> Highs and lows throughout highs and lows throughout I mean when the highs are great and and they're up there it's amazing when the lows come I mean they come and they come thick and fast and I realized that I am a person who goes within myself as much as I enjoy communicating I enjoy talking I also don't like to overwhelm people um, with my feelings and I don't trust people. Yeah, I said it. I said it out loud. There it is. (laughs) I said it. I don't trust people. I don't trust people with my feelings. I don't trust people enough to be open and vulnerable. I don't trust that people have my best intentions So because of that, I tend to go inward and I realized that I was okay with that. I was very okay with that because I process that's, that's my processing station, right? I go within myself and I have these conversations with myself and I ask these questions and I just try to figure this out. It's like a Rubik's cube for me. And I was talking to a friend of mine and she she made a really good point about stating that I should speak up more and that my level of independence when certain things happen is great, but it also doesn't help when I know that I need help or listening ear. And sometimes I feel like I don't want to burden people with what's going on in my life. And sometimes I don't even want to share because 
my issues aren't aren't meant to be, you know, uh, consumed for gossip and tea, right? So I think all of these things kind of make me really, I don't know. It just makes me question whether or not I should be sharing. And so for my podcast, the irony was I wanted to go on here and share. Um, and I, I thought to myself, my podcast is not my journal. (laughs) Um, it's not, and not everything is for public consumption, which is fine. Um, and so I said to myself, you know what, like, let me do the work. Let me break down what's going on. So I've started journaling, which is great. Amazing. And I started to open up more and started to, to bring people in that I trusted, um, and started to share more about my life and situations and even, you know, scenarios that had nothing to do with me. Um, but you know, wanting to help a friend and a lot of my friends were like, Jennifer, why don't you bring this onto your podcast? Like it would help so many people because you never know who's gone through the same thing is currently going through the same thing and could benefit from that. And I said, you know what? You're right. Like, why am I not sharing this? And what am I afraid? Right. Why am I afraid to say, Hey, sometimes shit doesn't happen and it doesn't work out for us in life. And that's okay. And I think with social media, it's always wanting to put our best foot forward. We always share the highs. We share the new boyfriend. We share the new job. We share the vacation. We share the anniversary. We share the new babies. We share the birthdays. We share everything that's so good. But nobody really gets on social media and be like, (laughs) my shit. And my life is breaking down. I can't cope. Um, my ex is a fucking mess. Um, I don't get on with, you know, certain people. Um, my dating life is in shambles. My relationships in shambles, whatever the negativity or whatever situation that you're going through, nobody just openly candidly goes on the internet to express the realities of life because as I said, there's highs and lows. And I understand, you know, not everybody wants to be the talk of conversation. You know, sometimes people just want to, you know, go on there because they're bored and they got shit going on with them and they're trying to avoid all of that. So they want to key key into your drama and your life situations, not wanting to provide solutions, don't really give a fuck either. Um, and they're just there for the tea. So I understand that, but I think sometimes we should normalize that things don't work out in the ways that we want to. And it's completely fine. And so I say all that to say is that it has taken me, I mean, this is November. We only have one month now left in 2021. It's taken me 11 months to get to that point where I am now okay. I'm okay to say, hey, my life, I'm starting over. Um, I had some shit that I've been going through and it's been hard. It's been tough emotionally, mentally. Um, but also on the flip side, I've had things that have come into my life 
and people that have come into my life that I never envisioned, I never thought of, and they've been a blessing and they've been inspiring and they've changed my perspective on friendship, on love, on family. Um, and it's, it's been a wild ride, guys. I'm, uh, it's been a wild ride, but let me just tell you that it's also been, it's been instrumental for my growth as a person, super instrumental for my growth as a person. And for that, I am thankful. So guys, that is the reason why I've been slightly MIA. I haven't spilled all the tea because I want to keep you guys interested and keep on coming for more. But I'm definitely going to share with you guys some relationship scenarios, dramas, queries, questions, whatever it is um, that I have personally gone through myself or I have personally witnessed myself, or I have seen friends, you know, struggle with these things. This, this stage in my podcast is all about transparency. I was transparent before, but that stuff was like back in the day when I was like 18, 19. Now as a woman and as an adult, oh yeah, there's some, there's some things I really want to talk about. (laughs) And, um, yeah, I'm going to be completely transparent because it's my podcast, number one. Um, and number two, what's the point, right? Of, you know, skirting around and, and, and lying and nah, like, let's be honest here, right? We're all adults. We're all grown. Hey, it's life. It is what it is. So let me tell you guys something that, um, I had to grasp and I wasn't necessarily sure how I felt about this because a part of me was like, "Mm, am I a hypocrite? Um, And another part of me was like, nah, fuck that. That shit is so uncalled for. And what I'm talking about is about closure and closure from a past relationship or even a friendship. And it's one of those things where you think to yourself like, okay, I've known this person. I've been very close with them. I've shared, you know, the most intimate things with them. I have experienced the most intimate things with them, but this shit hasn't worked out. And for that, you know, I want closure. Now, for me personally, I've always been the, I'm done. I love you, but I'm done. I don't need the closure. The closure has come to me as the relationship has continued to break down. And naturally, by the time that it's ended its course, I've, I was gone. I was mentally and probably emotionally and definitely physically gone. Um, a while back. So I think for me, I'm processing as, you know, shit is going down in the relationship and me processing doesn't necessarily mean that I'm not being action led to try to rectify and solve any problems that, you know, is glaring and saying, Hey, we need to do this or we're not going to be together anymore. 
You get what I'm saying? So it's not that I'm like, oh, this relationship is not working out for me. Gots to go. Deuces. It's not that. It's, hey, there's a disconnect here. How can we fix this? And if I continue to do that and I'm not seeing any progress um, and things are not changing, I've I've started to to grieve the relationship at that point. And I've started to to not make my exit, but I've I've gotten my closure. And as we finally get to the end and when we're both finally mature enough to be like, you know what, this is not working out anymore, I'm done. I don't need to know why haven't we worked out or what needs to be said. Like, I'm done. I don't need any of that, right? Is For me, it's unproductive. That's, that's my opinion. It's very unproductive. Um, however... I have a scenario that got brought to my attention in where the person was dealing with someone for four years, off and on. And, um, you know, the relationship obviously broke down. The, The games that they were playing with each other, just, I guess they were over it. They decided to break up again. I don't know how many times they broke up, but they broke up. Uh, the guy in the relationship or in the situation um, met somebody new um, and decided to move on with his life, okay? Nothing wrong with that. You're a single man. You can do what you want to do, right? Okay, cool. Um, his ex-girlfriend decided to reach out and I guess they sparked back up conversation and they both agreed to meet for quote-unquote closure. I heard that and I was just like, the fuck? What do you need to meet about for closure? What are you closing again? (laughs) Like, how many times are you going to open and close something and then want to discuss why it's being closed? Again, for the million time. Please, somebody, just... Am I wrong? Am I honestly wrong for thinking that? Like, seriously. Am I wrong? I don't know. For me, when I heard that, I was like, mm, that shit is suspect as fuck. Because I'm like, what do you need to talk about? And then light bulb moment came in my head and I was like... I don't think this dude is really over this chick like he says he is. And we ladies know that the worst thing a new woman could do or feel like is she's competing with the ex-girlfriend who he's not over with or she's the rebound girl. She's the she's the comforter. She's the pillow. She's the blanket. She's she's everything that he needs as a distraction because he hasn't processed the breakdown and the end of his former relationship. So as a new woman coming in, nobody wants that. Nobody wants that feeling. But I thought to myself, I said, I don't think this dude is really over this chick. But hey, I can't speak for nobody. I just was making an assessment of what I was hearing and two plus two was equaling four to me. But I said, you know what? Okay. Okay. 
Um, so what happened? And what I was told, allegedly, um, was that they met up and they talked. Now, see, this is a thing, right? And this is what bothers me. Because when you're talking to an ex, especially someone who you've been with for quite a long time, it can go either one or two ways. It can either go down memory lane and reminiscing of all the good times and then you get all in your feelings and then it's like, but I love you, but I love you too, babe. And I just don't understand why this shit didn't work, but let's make it work. I know, like I miss you. And I... It can go that way or it could go... You know what? You did some really fucked up shit. But you did too. Like you was doing this and you was doing that. But you was doing this and I did this and I did that. And this is why I can't stand your ass. And this is why I don't want to be with you. It can go either way. But the fact that you're not privy to that conversation is the fact that bothers me. Because, and this is where trust comes in. You have to trust that the person that you're with says that when they're over their ex, they truly genuinely mean that. And they're not saying that shit because, oh, it sounds good. Or they're trying to convince themselves that that's the case, but that they're genuinely over it. And that's why I always thought, like, if you are genuinely over your ex, there's no need for closure. What are we closing? We both know this shit didn't work out. Why do we need to grab lunch and grab tea to dissect and have a rundown of, of the good and bad of our relationship? Like, what? I'm sorry. Is that necessary? Is it? <laughs> I don't know. But that's what bothers me about the situation is that you're not privy to that conversation. You don't know what's being said. And as the new person in that situation, it's an uncomfortable place to be in. And so the conversation seems to have gone on. And um, I then asked my friend, I was like, okay, so then what happened next? And she says she couldn't, she she doesn't know. I said, wait, what do you mean you don't know? She said, I didn't hear from this particular person again till the next day and I thought and you know me um I don't I'm not saying I'm a negative person but I'll be lying if I said the first thing that came to my mind was "Mm." Mm. they went home together they went home together and decided to console one another You know, maybe get that last mm, romp in the bed. You know, that last get you out of my system. That last pound session. And then chunk the deuces. You move about your life. I go about my business and we good. I mean, hey, am I lying? How many people have met up with an ex to have closure? And all of a sudden, you're in the bed, leg spread. and, And wondering how you got there. You know what I'm saying? So, another again, another reason why I said closure ain't for me. I don't like that shit. 
I don't like caring about another person trying to do closure if I'm dating them. It's just not a good feeling, right? But I mean, hey, it's life. So I told her, I said, you know, I'm not trying to worry the girl. But as a friend, I'm just like, sis, um, have you tried reaching him? She was like, yeah, I've tried. I have heard nothing. And I'm like, oh my God. And I was just like, you know what? Okay. Wait until he reaches out. Cause he will. And just figure out, you know, what's happening, what's going on. So she, um, she messages me the next day and she's like, Hey, you know, he said that, uh, you know, they just met up and they had a talk. Um, and then he ended up going out with his boys. Um, and that was that, and that he told her about me and how happy he was and how he moved on and yada, yada, yada. And I was like, that sounds a little suspect, but okay, girl, that's good. You know, I'm happy for you. Like, Hey, you know, okay. He's, he's told her he's no longer, you know, interested in reviving that dead relationship. So yeah, so you can move on and, and be happy. So she was like, yeah, you know, I'm feeling good. I, I'm not, you know, really stressing about her anymore in that situation. And I was like, you know what? Kudos for you. That's not the stress that you need, especially for a new relationship. Like it's just not, it's not necessary. Right. We both agreed. Got off the phone. Happy for my girl. Kept about my day. Guys. 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 I understand I'm being slightly dramatic because you guys can't visually see my face right now. But I want you to know that the level of irritation I was on when I got the text message from her. It was on 10. Actually, it was on 20. And it cemented exactly the reasons why I hate fucking closure. She messaged me. She said, you would never believe it. I said, believe what? She said, you would never believe it. I said, what? She sent me a screenshot of... His ex-girlfriend coming to her as a mother freaking woman. I put down my phone and I said, dudes ain't shit. (laughs) They ain't. They're not. They're not about it. They're not at all. And at that moment, I felt for my girl. I did. I felt for her because I was just like, wow. Here's this girl. She meets this guy. She doesn't have any emotional baggage in that way. Every situation that she's in and cut off, done, processed, she's good to go. She's open and emotionally available and ready to be in a relationship. She's met a guy who claimed that he was and in actuality, he wasn't. Or if he was, It's just not showing that way. And as a woman, being approached by another woman to tell you about the dude that you're talking to 
or you're dating or you're married to is that is a level of embarrassing that I don't think anybody understands, especially men. I don't think they understand. I'm not going to go into the full details of that because that's for a later episode, but trust me when I tell you that I'm going to go into that because it's disgusting. So all the ladies out there who decide that they're going to come to another woman as a woman, you're childish. Take it up with the dude who played you, okay? You're not here trying to have a sisterhood moment and forewarn us about the realities of men. We understand men, okay? You don't need to give us a heads up, okay? Mm-mm. You don't need to. Take it up with him. And a second thing is, um, for all you dudes out here who are on some fuck shit and, you know, dibbling, dabbling and have a missus at home and have a girlfriend at home and have a wife at home and you over here with side chick number one or, uh, you know, busted down open thotty over here, number two on the side. Just know that whenever you fuck her and you play her, the revenge is to break up whatever you got that you clearly know that you don't want exposed and you don't want to leave. I don't understand men who will cheat and they ain't got nowhere. They don't want to leave. They don't want to go nowhere. Listen, that's two topics in one. Let me let me stay the course. I'm, I'm going to hit those two topics because y'all are, y'all are trifling out here. But anyways, so she sent it to me and I was like, God damn, like what the hell is going on? And she was like, you know what? Like I'm absolutely devastated by it. And I said, you know what, sis? It's completely natural. And it's normal. I would be too. Like you would think that the dude that you were out there having closure with his ex is actually, you know, doing something else to the fact is that he's now fucked up her mind and now she's upset and now she's trying to get you to be like, oh yeah, by the way, I fucked your man. He said he still wants to be with me. I'm just letting you know. Excuse me? Excuse me? Hmm. So, I asked my girl a really important question. I said, so what's next? And, of course, she said, I'm going to talk to him. I need to see what was going on. And she shared the screenshot with him. And, obviously, defense mode. I don't know what she talking about. Nah, that's fucked up. Nah, I ain't about to let nobody play with me like that. Why do y'all do that? Why do guys do that? All the while knowing you are lying. And we know you're lying. We just be looking at you like, the Emmy Award (laughs) for most egregious behavior goes to you, sir. We know, but we are looking at you waiting for you to fess up. And y'all not about to do that. 
And then y'all will sit up here and put a whole theatrics on about how the world is against you, how she's conspiring against you, how she's crazy and she's not over you. All the while you were sliding into her, talking all sorts of nonsense and, and hoping that, you know, the D would have kept her quiet. Huh? Especially if you're dealing with someone who's been in a relationship with you and doesn't want to see you move on. You think that your little interaction is going to be kept hush-hush? If this woman feels possessive over you and she feels that the amount of time and energy that she's spent over the past four years is now just going to go to waste and somebody else is going to benefit off of that, you honestly think that she's going to sit up here and be like, uh-huh, yeah, fuck me. Uh-huh, yeah. And, um, okay, yeah. Oh, that girl? You're just, y'all just talking? Uh-huh, okay. Yeah, 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 okay. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll talk to you later. Uh-huh, I'm going to go home. No, she's about to blow that mess up. And she wanted to see if you would take the bait. And naturally, that's what happened in this situation. Allegedly. <laughs> So, as my friend was, um, you know, on the phone with me as, you know, the text was coming thick and fast, I told her, I said, you know what, breathe, breathe for a second, breathe, because this is a lot, this is a lot to dump on somebody, and this is a lot to go through, Um, and you're the innocent bystander in all of this foolery. This is what happens when people play games. Somebody is going to get hurt. All of y'all can get hurt. Uh, one person could get hurt. It doesn't matter, but somebody gets hurt in the process of all of this. For what? Closure? Is all of this headache worth closure on a relationship that was over that's what I was like hmm I don't understand I don't know whether it's us as human beings and it's us wanting to boast when we're happy gloat when we're happy wanting to show our ex that hey I found love I'm happy I moved on and it's not with you like it could be a variety of different things But I'm trying to think about what's the benefit of doing all of that outside of self-gratification, right? Like, I didn't understand that at all. And, um, yeah, I didn't understand it. And I felt for her. So I told her, I said, you know what? Just breathe. You're the innocent party in all of this. I'm going to be here for you. Whatever it is that you want to do, I'm here. No judgment. Come to me. Talk freely. Say what you have to say. If you want to vent, if you want to curse, if you want to do whatever, let me know. So she goes and they have a conversation. And uh, a couple hours went by. You know me. I'm like, oh my God, girl. Like, hello, what's going on? Like, hey, but I didn't want to be too overwhelming. But I did want to know I was nosy as hell. Um, but she did come back to me and, you know, she said that I had a conversation with him. He 
agreed that he did not, he wasn't 100% forthcoming with her because he was scared that uh, she would look at the situation and she would instantly want to cut him off. And I said, well, why would you, why would he think that if nothing was happening? And what was expressed was that um, they did meet up, which was true. He did hang out with his friends, which was true. But he ended up going back to hers. He said that there was nothing that happened sexually between them. Now, hey, it's a he said, she said kind of thing, right? I mean, nobody's going to know the truth other than those two people that was in the room. But he claims that nothing happens. The ex-girlfriend says otherwise. Um, and uh, that he did see her again after that to have final closure because they hadn't finished their conversation. I said, oh my God, how many, how many TED Talks is happening here? How many TED Talks? And then I thought to myself, like, damn, like, there, that situation must have been so serious. And maybe how he was downplaying it to my friends made it seem arbitrary in a sense. But, I mean, if you're having multiple TED Talks to have closure, I mean, this must have been a really serious relationship. And then it just goes into say, are you in a headspace and a heart space to date my friend? If you are still trying to close that out, and I'm just here looking at my friend like, damn, she's done the work. She's taken out the time to heal from her previous relationship. And now she's with somebody who she thought that they were aligned and come to the realization that they're not. And I was like, oh my God, this is a lot. And she was like, I know. She was like, I'm highly disappointed. I'm really sad. You know, I built out this connection with this person we got on and she said, the most important part that I'm upset about is that we said that we share everything with each other. And that was the one thing that wasn't shared to me and to hear about it in the way that I did. And then to get half truths or omissions, it just, it hurts. And I said, yeah, it definitely hurts. Trust me. When you don't tell someone the full story, or you blatantly lie to a person and then they find out that you did that. It's so disrespectful and it hurts, especially if you're talking to that person every day and you're claiming all of these things, love, friendship, whatever it is. To know that the person who claims that they love you, who claims that they have your best interest at heart is willingly lying or omitting and omission guys is lying. Okay, just because you did not bring something up or you decided to bypass a piece of information, that's lying. Okay, it's lying. 
Um, but to have somebody who says all of these things and says that they care about you and all of these different, you know, flowery, nice things that we always want in a partner and then for them to go against that and then it being revealed by the third party is a fucking slap in the face. And it's a major fuck you too. FYI, if y'all didn't know that. Um, so I really felt for her and I think it was one of the situations where she had to, you know, she just really had to come to her own conclusion about what she was naturally going to do. And I think it took some time for her to process and, and understand. And the guy was super sympathetic and, you know, he said that, um, he was deleting her contact and blocking her and, and, and not opening that doorway again, which is great if he is actually honest about that and actually serious about not opening that doorway again, um, then I think that was sufficient enough for my friend. Um, you know, so I guess that worked out, but look at all the drama it took to get to that point. It's a lot, y'all. It's a lot. Relationships nowadays is a lot. And I think... I think to have the type of relationship that we all claim that we want... Um, we're going to have to die to our flesh. Yeah. We're going to all have to die to our flesh because the flesh is weak. Okay, y'all? The flesh is highly weak and it causes us to do things that we wouldn't normally do or sometimes we willingly want to do. And I think when it comes to relationships, we literally have to treat each other how we would want to be treated. I know it's one of these universal themes when it comes to love, and it's very biblical at that as well. Treat others how you want to be treated. Love your neighbors as you love as you will love yourself is the greatest commandment because it's true. Because when you genuinely love somebody the way that you want to be loved and treated, there's a level of respect that's there. There's a way you move. There's a way you act because you love that person, because you respect that person, because you don't want that person to look at you in a negative light. And I think we forget about that. So when we get into these situations where we have failed relationships and and, and we're looking you know, for closure, quote unquote, or we just, you know, want to make the ex angry or, you know, where we want that last minute, you know, pump session before we dip out and go. We really need to be like, is this really beneficial for me? Do I genuinely need closure? Or am I looking for an apology? And Am I looking for this person to own up to their bad behaviors and the cause of the breakdown of our relationship? What are you genuinely wanting closure from? If an apology is what you're seeking and you don't get it, it's okay. You'll be okay. 
You will be. Trust me on that. You will be okay. If it's the person taking accountability for the demise of your relationship and that's what you're seeking and you don't get, it's okay too. It's okay. Sometimes these things will come down later on in life. Sometimes these things will never come. But it's okay. Sometimes you don't need for people to validate that they treated you like shit. Sometimes you just don't need to hear those words. And it's okay. And so for those of you who are deciding that closure is necessary for you to move on, close that chapter for yourself. Do the self-work. Figure out what went wrong in that relationship on both ends because it's a relationship. It's not only the other person who did wrong. Look at what caused your relationship to fail. And if there were some negative elements in that, take your time to understand how you got to that point so that in your new relationship, you don't mirror the same characteristics again or the same temperament again or the same actions in the same way. So you're not building a cycle of failed relationships, of bad behavior, of problematic and toxic tendencies. Do the work and don't always expect an apology, an accountability of bad behaviors, Don't expect that because sometimes it won't come. And even if it comes, it only gives you temporary relief. Please, y'all, let's do better. I know we got one month left and we got the whole of 2022. But when it comes to relationships and marriages, let's do better, y'all. Let's be honest. Do that self-work. Do that inner work. And be real. Even if it's going to be at your own expense. Selfishness is a horrible trait to have. It blindsides you. And it hurts others. So on that note, guys... Welcome back to my podcast. I'm so glad that you guys have taken out the time to stick through with me as I've been MIA, but um, I'm back, I'm better, and I have a ton of episodes for you guys in store. So I can't wait to see you guys next week and uh, stay blessed.